Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast, Maine's premier powerlifting and strength sports podcast. From studios in Westbrook, Maine, with your hosts, Matt Israelson and Matt Strong. Welcome everyone to the Dynamax Podcast. This is episode number 27. So, Maddie, we got a very special guest that I'd like to introduce you yeah, to this it? evening. This is Hank Chiazzo. All over again. That's nice a good grip, bud. Nice That's a powerlifter's grip you got there. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, Maddie, we got something coming up on this Friday, a little event. Friday's our, I think, 14th Christmas party with potluck and a little mini meat inside of it. So, warm up's around 4.30. It's full, sorry. But... Anybody wants to come for the parties, welcome. Come Bye. help, come help lift, come yeah, help spot. I could use two spotters if anybody's interested. It's easy, it's easy work. We'll give you a Gatorade. We'll give you a Gatorade, <laughs> something, a pat on the back. And... Okay, so we got Hank Chiazza with us, and there is a special reason why Hank is here today, and it's kind of a funny reason. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to step back to explain the story. Yeah, so, I don't know anything. So I was on, I don't know how I originally found it, but so I was on Instagram scrolling through and on the search tab I get this suggested feed and I see this photo of a, of a ham Italian so it catches my eye I love ham Italians I click on it and that the name of the account is ham Italian so I'm like what the hell is this what's going on here I click on the account and it goes the the bio is documenting main ham Italian culture and when I saw that I was like I am so aligned with this this is what I am into um, Come to find out. And so the thing that really stood out for me, too, was the stickers. There are these stickers that say, I got a stain in Maine. I got my stain in Maine, which I thought was hilarious. Okay. So a couple weeks go by, and I come home. I think I left here, gym. I walk in, and sure enough, there's two stickers on my dining room table. What the hell's going on? The stain in Maine ones. The stain in Maine ones. Yeah. <laughs> so it turns out my girlfriend had been training Hank at the Iron Will. So, it, full connect. So, Hank has been kind enough to uh, give me some gear. I got a ham Italian hat on right now. I've, uh, oh, yeah, it's not that. too shabby, right? Oh, wow. I've got some pins, I got tons of stickers, it's awesome. So, Hank, thanks for being here. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you for having me. So, before we go too deep into the ham Italians, because that, I've got a ton of questions related to that. You have been on a weightlifting journey for the last year or so, and I think it'd be cool to talk about that. Yeah, well, so my girl, uh, girlfriend and wife got me into uh, lifting at Iron Will. You know, I was sort of becoming sort of sedentary. You know, I stopped kind of snowboarding and doing a lot of active stuff, and I, I always liked lifting weights. Um, so she decided to get me in for some training with Lauren. So you had lifted weights prior to this, though, as like a yeah, you know, kid? Or? You know, yeah, you know, high school, doing some bench pressing. Sure. Messing around. Nothing you know, serious okay. or whatever, or I just never got into the rhythm of doing it like I'm doing it now. Yeah. So yeah, I got into Iron Wheel having the, you know, the smaller classes, having, having someone sort of guide me so I didn't hurt myself essentially. Right. I think that, and I, and then I was doing the right type of, you know, exercising to strengthen myself, not hurt myself. Right. So yeah, it's been, it's been great. And so you train with Julian at the Iron yep, Wheel currently. Julian. Who competed at the last November meet? Good deadlifter. Super good deadlifter. Great squatter and getting, a good lifter. Yeah, absolutely. So, what's it like? Um, 
training with a powerlifter? It's definitely um, it's definitely opened my eyes to like the you know that side of lifting. Like it, it really intrigues me. Um, just his whole method of just you know pushing you, but helping you with like the auxiliary workouts and stuff to make your whole lift stronger. Something I never really thought about. I thought you just bench press. You know, maybe do an incline bench. <laughs> it's like, that's about how much I knew. Call he's really like, yeah. you know, doing the spado pressing and doing the all different types of like these auxiliary things. Well, I don't know what you call them. Accessories. Yeah, accessories. Accessories. Yeah. So I realized how that really does strengthen your entire lift or squat or whatever. Before you were going, or so before you were going to the Iron Wheel, though, you weren't lifting weights at all? No. Okay. Once in a while, at Planet Fitness. Sure. You know. Yeah. Just I, like, oh, maybe I don't feel like doing the treadmill. I actually want to always just lift weights. Right. I'd rather just not go on the treadmill. Well, I, I mean, in the long run, it's going to serve you better. Yeah. And that's what I've... It's so I've much more fun, too. I mean... It's actually... An hour fun. on the treadmill feels like a six-hour plane ride or Brutal. something. I'd rather awful. go hiking or, you yeah. know, it's totally. snowboard something. But well, just go on a walk. Some yeah. people love it, and good for them. That's fine, yeah. But yeah. I'd rather, if I'm going to be at the gym, just lift weights. I mean, it's fun. So I took you through kind of a very abbreviated powerlifting style bench workout where we did some band uh, pressing and some board pressing. Um, I kind of wanted to have you talk about how those can help take you to the next level. Sure. Uh, normally I'd say, you know, I already know. You've been a year and a half at it. Correct. About a year, probably. Over at the Ironwell. Yeah, yeah. Doing the, the the big three. Yeah, big three. So he's ready for that. You know, I don't like to start people with the boards and the bands. You know, at least six or eight weeks. But you got a year, mm -hmm. so he's good to go. And how is it going to get you to the next level? Well, you're going to start working past some points. Maybe you, I don't know what I haven't seen you lift. Yeah. If you're stuck at point B, halfway up on the bench, I saw him give you the mini bands tonight. That's going to teach you to push through point B to get to point C, which is a full lift. Things of, things of that nature. So we can apply it to all three lifts. Hmm. We can go against bands. We can lighten the bar by suspending them in bands. He talked to you about chains, I'm sure. Yeah, same idea as a comedy. So the same idea as when, you know, as you go lower with uh, bands, there's less band tension. If you go lower with chains, there's more chains on the ground. He loads. Okay. And, and then oh, picks yeah. up again. It's just a little different dynamic than yeah, the bands. I've it's seen it. I didn't as, know how it worked. It's quite, not quite as constant as the bands. Okay. But at any rate, it's just another way to make you stronger by working through points that you're not getting through. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it, it, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense when you, you're just kind of coming off the street. I wouldn't think so. That's yeah. why I wouldn't start anybody. With right. I think then when you're like, oh, like you actually see how that applies. Yes. Right. You it actually to, helps you. you got to build the foundation. How did you, how did you do it? How did you, you do it? You did really good. I liked it. Well, it started with, I wasn't sure. I, I, yeah. mean, I just met him before yeah. as we walked in here. And, um, and Lauren mentioned, he's a strong guy. Yeah. And I, I did some digging to try to get a little bit of a sense of what you could lift. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he hit a 225 to a two board like it was an empty bar. Oh, really? So there's some strength there. So he's, he's set for bands. You're set for that. Yeah. There you go. You got plenty of options for that in the future. I like wanna, it. If you want to give it yeah, a shot. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm really getting into it. So, so how has your experience changed now that you have a lifting coach? How's it changed? I mean, I definitely feel more confident in what I'm doing. I, you know, I'm a student. I'm still in school. 
I like learning. I ask a million questions. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they get annoyed, but I like to. So I like get, to know. Like I like to try to understand. Right. So no, they, they love it, and I. Yeah, I've just become more confident. You know, knowing like, yeah. sort of understanding why I'm doing these lifts or what's what I'm actually strengthening or. You know, if I have a problem, like I had a shoulder, a little shoulder. Tweak. Yeah, tweak. And Lauren got me on some, like, little... Uh, external yeah, rotations. Yeah, rotations and stuff that I was like, oh, like, that actually... Yeah. yeah that was a, went away in, like, three weeks. Yeah. And I was squatting. I had problems with the holding the squat bar. Like, because of your shoulder? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the weight on it. I could have put 300 pounds on it. It was just holding Getting your arms, arms back there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when I came in with that, they instantly, like told me about that and I was like oh this is this is why I'm doing this I'm not just doing it on my own so do you feel now that you have been training with Julian that like if you had to like say if you were on a business trip or something that you would be able to navigate your way through a gym with confidence and get a workout done definitely yeah yeah I think that's one thing that training with a professional gives you that sense of confidence like sure I could go right go down to Florida and Get a lift in, and, and not be like I might not go try to max it out. No, but, but I would feel good about going to squat, and I've learned the techniques. I think to totally be on my own. Yeah, yeah, and I think something that they'll teach you is like so. Say one week you might do a lap pull down for back, and the next week you might do a bent over row for back. Yeah, and then when you are traveling, and you see that all the lap pull down machines are taken, you don't have to totally abandon just, just go and like it is nice to be able to have that arsenal like okay i can't do this i'll just do this yeah and like there is many ways to do the same type of hit the same type of muscle group. right and it's like if you're a chef and you don't have a certain ingredient if you're a good chef you know what else you could put in the recipe or what else you can add or change to, to get the same desired outcome i and i did go to culinary school so oh you did yeah is that what you do now uh actually no i'm a I work at Maine Historical Society. Cool. And WCSH. Ah. I'm digitizing Bill Green's Maine. The whole, the whole body of 380 work. episodes. Wow. So I'm in library school. Okay. So I'm learning, library like, science? Yep. Yeah. So I'm learning, like, archiving stuff. Because I had down library? Question yep. mark? <laughs> there's a degree in that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. Library science. Yeah. So it's like, it's an archives concentration, but it's an overall library, like, MLIS degree. No kidding. Yeah. I'm a pretty random... I've got a lot of random interests. All right, because you're also a photographer. <laughs> Photography. I went to culinary school. I went. I have a um, bachelor's degree in history. That's what got me into archives. Right, that Actually makes sense. going and seeing all this stuff that no one looks at. It's just, I'm the you know one of the only few people who have touched this. It's it's kind of cool to like see that history cool now. Or that you might be the only person who's touched that that's still alive today. Exactly. That's crazy. And it's, it's not like a... You know, checking a book out. It's one of a kind, usually, or whatever, but yeah. I, I didn't tell you this when I was working on that uh, archival building at UNH. They had luggage from the Titanic there. Yeah. That awesome. was like the the crazy wow. thing that they had that like totally blew my mind. People you know? like, I think when people see that stuff, it, they really can connect with history in a different way than just Talk reading about it. It's like, no, there's places where these things exist and you can see them and access them if you go through the right channels and you have to request it and stuff. But All right. So how of, uh, do you, or this is what I wanted to ask you. So we mentioned the big three. Do you yeah. have any, and you, you mentioned to me that you had a goal associated with the big three squat, bench, deadlift. Yep. Yeah. 
So it's it's pretty arbitrary, but I just want to hit over 300 with all of them. Mm. I just feel like sounds like you're pretty close on the sounds like, already. Yeah, so I, I think I'm I've definitely like got I'm, I'm getting there for yeah. sure. I want to do it the right way. I don't want to push it and just oh yeah, by build the, up and by the time. Yeah, by the time you press 315 for the first time, you probably got a 340 right. bench in you. That's, I, I want to take it, you know, I just didn't want to try to be a hero, essentially. Oh, yeah, and you're not going to get... That was one of the biggest mistakes I made before I started coming here and really programming my lifting, was that, okay, it's squat day, and I squatted 365 last week, I'm going to try to squat 400 this week. Because right. I lifted, so therefore I should be stronger. And I do that every single week. Yeah. And I would blow my back yeah. out. And make zero, I mean, you plateau. And that's where people can get super discouraged. Um, so, Maddie, this is a question I have for you. Mm-hmm. When you, you've coached quite a few people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of your, the people that you train, you've been, you've, you have a long relationship with. Mm-hmm. For the folks that you have a shorter relationship with, what are some of the mistakes or kind of errors you see them making? Uh, when they get here? Yeah, when they get here and, you know, do you find that someone might do... Maybe overtraining because they feel like you're holding the back, or not that you're holding the back, but that uh, you know, like on a deload week, someone yeah, might most, have the urge to go yeah, nuts. See, most people new don't have any concept of deload. It's just we got to hit it every time. Yeah, right. It. But th- then again, there's people that, I mean, what are you deloading? They're not lifting enough to, to deal. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? They know a little too much. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? There's, you don't have anything to deload yet, buddy. But okay, <laughs> somewhere in the middle of that, here are the. Uh, we get we land in the right spot, mm-hmm. you know, not too heavy, not too light, and then we can kick it up a little. So what I guess it would be some of the like the errors you would see your newer clients making. I got a woman right now. She just started two weeks ago. She's very strong, hundred and four pounder, super strong, but she just doesn't want to back it off. Yeah, that's the hardest thing. And she's going to lift in January in a meet, and I said so today. We rode out. Exactly how many deadlift workouts she has. So you work backwards, basically. I did. I said, "There's the meat. This is how many times we're going to deadlift heavy. This is how many squats you have left heavy. Do not do anything in between when you're seeing me." So she said, "Okay." And she didn't want to, but she knows it's how it's got to go. All right. I think people get so used to just like it's the mentality of well, she loves it. Right, you love it. There's nothing, there's nothing bad or evil about it. She right. just wants to keep doing it. No, and the, the other thing about it is like on Instagram and Facebook nowadays, you get all of these memes of these CEOs that are up at 2 in the morning and they're working out for four hours a day. Yeah. It's just running. That, that's becoming like it's a culture on its own that I think is not good for anybody. Because yeah. I think the real successful entrepreneurs are not running, you know, running off of two hours of sleep and... All of this. I think that people just get that mentality stuck in their head and thinking like, well, if I just bench more, I'll get super strong. Yeah, I feel like if you sleep, you'll probably do better at a lot of different things. It, it, Pretty much find, everything it, in life. Find the, the way you need to train. You can't, and there's no cookie cutter. So you got to find what works for you and stick with it. But it's got to be mixed. I don't know if you touched on that. you got to mix it up. And that's another thing that the bands and the chains and the boxes and everything else can help too is when on top of mixing it up with your actual training it's a new stimulus for yourself it's fun right like bench against the bands it's kind of yeah. fun the first couple times you the do the worst it. thing you can do is adapt to this I never want somebody to adapt to the training then you're just correct yeah it's complacent at that point I want you to adapt to not adapting yeah I've noticed that like switching your grip 
You name like, it. You just close grip. Like, wow, that's a lot harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wide grip. Okay, I need to, like... Did you touch on the bars, the, uh, especially? Uh, I didn't even get into the special bars. We'll show you when we get done. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, so on top of all of those, now we've got... There's a safety squat bar, so that has the. It's basically like a pad where you hold the bar like this. Mm-hmm. You can go. It. You can we squat with four different bars. Yeah. I'll just have to show you. It's going to be too complicated yeah. to try to uh, explain them. And we actually have a great podcast on the different that's barbell right. types. That's right too. I think that's still our most listened to really podcast. I don't know why. Um, it's probably it's interesting, you know, for people that don't know. I, guess to, uh, I did actually have a lot of people in here even say that, like, wow, I learned a lot from that. I didn't realize that the squat bar weighed 55 and the bench bar weighed 45. I didn't know that till last week. I mean, really, uh, they were telling me there was the, a bench bar on the wrong place or something. I was like, what? What's in the here? Bar? No, at, at our oh, will. Yeah, so, uh, we have a problem with the deadlift bars. You can ruin I was like, them. oh, the, the deadlift bars they have be, more give. They can easily be ruined, though, if you put them in a squat rack. So it's like, yeah. oh, I you should probably learn this. Bucks a I'm, in a, I'm a year in. I should probably start to like get this stuff down. Yeah. So it's interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's again, it's one of those things that when you first start out, it's like you, all you got to focus on is just showing up. Yeah. And then you can get into the nitty-gritty yeah. of it. So, Hank, there's another reason why we brought you here, and it is to talk about Hammer Time. That's what I want to know, because I love them too. So <laughs> what sparked... The interest in the account. Why? Why are you at Ham Italian? And I also understand that you kind of wanted to be like secret admin for a while. Yeah, What's I. That mean? Well, I just didn't. Like wanna... he didn't want everyone to know that he was Ham Italian. Oh. Well, I didn't want to presume to be like the Ham Italian guy. I just <laughs> wanted to have a place where people could post their pictures. You know, talk about it. I didn't want to be like I'm the expert on right. it. Right. I mean, I kind of am now because yeah, I, just, I see everyone. What they're posting, what they're thinking, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I still am sort of secret. I mean, people they have to kind of look to be like, oh, that's the same guy who's gonna dig a little. Yeah. You got to be tech savvy to like look through all the posts and be like, hey, that guy was eating an Italian a year ago. Right. Now he's in this one. Is that the guy? He was live one time. Right. So I think that yeah, I'm still sort of kind of in the shadows a little bit, but just because I don't want to make it about me or. It's pretty much just about having fun and, and celebrating Maine. Yeah. And, you know, our wackiness. Yeah, and for this is a, a prime example of some of the wackiness. The ham Italian. I mean, it's not as glamorous as the lobster roll. You know, it's not. It's a kind it's of, more glamorous than a red hot dog. I would say so, One yeah. One man's trash, another man's trash. I mean, it is. <laughs> and uh, the fact that, like, it's called the real Italian, it, just, it, it inflames people. Oh, yeah. And people, like, have a very, like... Um, strong opinion one way or the other and I think that's hilarious I just think that it's people take take it pretty seriously yeah and it's kind of funny because it's it's not politics not anything else it's just a but sandwich there's still emotions. There, there, there's emotions there's emotion behind everything yeah it's some real real <laughs> emotions so what's your let's take it back let's talk about when you think about your childhood or you think about whatever what's your first ham Italian memory well, sort of a, it's kind of special because my dad actually had like a corner Italian market. Okay. Like growing up in East Deering. East Deering? Yeah. Uh, Chiazzo's Market on the corner of Washington and Veranda. I know right where it was. So it was where uh, Howie's was. Next to where Howie's was. Yeah. There it is. Okay. Yeah. So that was a couple of years the building burnt down. Yeah. So that was kind of like over, I was probably... You know, five, six, seven. So it was. S bands was right. Yeah. Yeah. Where Veranda Ty is. Yes. Now. He actually right, right. lives 
My dad lives like where his store was, like in that same apartment. It's crazy. He does? Yeah. Just, Do you own that building? No. Oh. No, he just lives there. <laughs> so it's like he's like sleeping where he made ham Italians yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> you know where he's talking about? I don't. Right on the corner. It's huge. Yeah, it's getting onto 295. Like you kind of, hella good tacos is across the street. Remax by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, okay. The Subaru guy on the yeah. shitty corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly so what you're talking about. So Brandon Thai and Brandon Noodle House is right there. So yeah, anyway, I grew up like kind of like there, like eating sandwiches. Then obviously. You know, we would go to the beach. We go to Mackworth Islands. So even when he didn't have that, we'd with be, the ham Italian, ham Italians, the beach. My mom would bring. We'd stop. Depends where we were. If we were going to Pine Point, we'd stop at Amato's and you know Scarborough. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we were going Mackworth Island, sometimes we'd stop down to um, Mass Landing down on Route yeah, 88. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we hit everywhere. Found so, the found the found the Forest side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stupid. Yeah, nice <laughs> I was pretty young. But, okay. I mean, that was like my. That's what I remember growing yeah. up. So that's kind of like, so I had a little. Well, yeah. So I mean, your dad my, made was them. He was a connoisseur. Them. Yeah, yeah, a connoisseur. Exactly. I mean, until he didn't get this at first. He's like, I was like, what's the fucking? Yeah, what's the deal? He's like, that's what we did. Everyone okay. does that. Like, yeah. that's the sandwich everyone eats. I'm like, yeah, it's it's different now. I think the next generation kind of thinks celebrates that as like you know something special we have that really you can't get if you live somewhere else. No, definitely not the uh, not the excitement behind it. No, because I mean it's not to someone else. It's not really that exciting. It's right, kind of the same stuff to them, but not even as good to to some people. Yeah. So when I had my very first job, I was working at Lobster Pound with my dad, and this was in Arundel, right down the street from the lobster company where I worked was the Arundel Market. And I remember working... I know that place. Working my first... I mean, this was my first job ever, and working at a Lobster Pound isn't the most friendly place in the world. <laughs> There's some people there that are a little rough around yeah, the edges. of course. And uh, thankfully, I had my dad with me, but he goes, you know, come on. Get in the truck, got the Grundin still on, the orange Grundin still on, walk in there, and uh, it goes off two hammer tines. And um, like, I didn't have it to say. It was like, we're, we're having two hammer tines. We yeah. We're each getting a hammer tine. Sure enough, sat down, ate it in the truck with the, with the Grundin still on, and uh, went back in and started working. So I will always like think of hammer tines as lunch with my dad. Yeah. Be- as weird as that is, it's just like, and it's always just been like one of those. I see somebody eat one, I gotta have one. Like it's just it's the the oil and the the onion and the. It's just a good combo. Yeah, the pickles. Yeah. So, Maddie, as the senior of the group, do you have any old Italian memories? I can tell you, I remember when they were fifty cents. Uh, that sounds bad. I <laughs> they were fifty cents because you go with a dollar and get a couple. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I always think that that's crazy to hear people. Or maybe they're about. a dollar. I'm sorry. I mean, they're still. They're a dollar. They're yeah. still relatively cheap compared to a lot of stuff. Dude, what you get? I just got I three mean, of them for 15 bucks, which yeah, I thought yeah. was pretty good. I mean, yeah. I'll get a $15 sandwich, no problem, anywhere else. Like, yeah. Just like, oh, I want like a wrap. Like, that's yeah. 15 bucks. Yeah. Right. Like, well, I could get three ham Italians for that, or, <laughs> or veggie Italians, you know? But I start getting turkeys. The, 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 the um, India Street was their hub. Yeah, I guess it's the that was the is. first Amato's, yeah. right? And the, there's some black and whites in this this one here, the, the store yep. here. And I remember that. I remember seeing uh, Dominic. Yeah, dressed like that. The guy that owns them all. Yeah, you seen those black and white pictures in there? I don't think I have. That's like their With the line of yeah, them. Yeah, the oh, Amato's. Yeah, I mean, they have. That's why, like they they claim, you know, they're the originators. Of yeah, them. I mean, they have like the history to back that up. Yeah, is okay. a, is Amato's only in Maine? Well, no, they actually have franchises like Vermont, yeah. 
um, in New Hampshire. Okay, so it is New England then, at least. It's 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 based. I mean, it came out of India Street. It came out of the the Portland community yeah. and in Port uh, the Italian community in Portland. But yeah, they're they've franchised. And, but I remember all that original stuff. Yeah, that is crazy. I actually did an interview. I was at an interview where Bill Green interviewed Dominic Reale for the, his show, Bill Green's yeah. Main, and I got to like listen to him. I'd never met him, but it was just kind of cool as being the ham Italian Instagram guy to, <laughs> to hear him, and he's just like, oh, that's cool. Do you do that? But to hear him tell his story was, you know, coming over from Italy, not speaking English. Like, he just kind of came and hustled and ended up doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they worked hard. He and yeah. his brother. Yeah. So I didn't know that at all. Um, I th- one thing you've done really good with your account, I think, is you have found a way to, you've you've kind of you've monetized it through merch. Yeah, I mean, maybe monetize isn't the right word. Monetize is like, yeah, like sold some stuff, but pretty. I'm not gonna make money. It's more like to get people. To me, it's just like the kicks of you're wearing a ham Italian hat. Yeah, like or you got a sticker on your car that's a ham Italian. Do you have any more though? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I'll bring some by. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's just to me, it's actually just funny. So there was there was never any money goal, many no, no monetary goals just, associated with this. Not at all. It just was, make my money back essentially. Okay. Like don't lose money. per my wife's orders. Yeah. <laughs> you know we're having a baby. What I'm, my wife's um, due to have a baby in June, so she's like just. You can't just spend all your money on ham Italian stuff. Ham Italian swag. I just like people wearing it. It's cool, you know. And people, uh, really what's interesting to me is people from, like, that used to live here contact me. Like, I want a sticker. Like, I live in Philadelphia now. Like That's I, probably I mean, the coolest thing. It's cool to see, like, people that used to live here. Like, I, I actually remember this. You know, they want to connect with me. And, and that's one. That's the way they do it. Sometimes they get here, the first thing they do is go get one. That's what everyone says. Like, the, the, I've had... Tons of people say, stopped at the models, first thing, didn't go see my family. You know, people that live in New York, like, I stopped here, got it. (laughs) And it's true. People actually do that. It's crazy. Okay, so if you replace the ham with turkey, is it still a... Do we have a turkey sub now? No, I think think the Italian is pretty much just all the stuff on it. Okay. I mean, the ham is the traditional... But I think as long as you have the pickles, the bread, the bread is the bread know, is huge. The oil. bread is yeah, and the oil. You're not putting all this other stuff. You're just if you have the same accessory stuff, like you have accessory lifts. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. I think you can. You know that's why Ham Italian's the the page. I I can't have a turkey Italian page. It's too much. Of course, right? Ham Italian it, is the it thing. encompasses it all, and, and people they get that after a minute. They just oh, I don't like Ham Italian's like veggie. I'm like this is still a place for you. It's the same idea. It's the same thing. It's just take the little slice of ham off. Yeah. One, I was uh, probably two or three years ago, I was down at Kitty Bunkport ordering a sandwich from Atlantic Pizza. And this guy, I've been, I've been getting slices of pizza from this same guy and sandwiches from the same guy my entire life. And I asked him, I said, it was funny because I was, I, this is when I was like kind of just getting into weightlifting. So I had like a sense of like... Okay, well, I want a little bit more protein on this, so I'm going to go with turkey instead of ham. So I asked him, I said, can I have a turkey Italian? And he looked at me like, he's like, what are you saying? That doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah, and I'm like, I like, I want a ham Italian, but with turkey. And he goes, oh, so you want a turkey sub. Wow, so yeah. he's hard line. Yeah, hard line. <laughs> he's very much so. you got to respect that. I mean, I, I can't take that stance, but... 
you know, hey. So on that same topic, we actually have a listener question. Oh. And this is from Joey, who's from away. He's from Rhode Island. <laughs> what is the quintessential ham Italian? What are the pieces? How do you know that you're there when you're there? I, I mean... From people that I've asked, like, I get a lot of tourists kind of like, all right, I want I've heard this, what this is, like, tell me. I'm like, probably go to Amato's. <laughs> like, that's like, you know, they, they're the original one. Now, yeah. There's a ton of people who make good ones, but, you know, there's, go to Amato's. You're going to want, it's that, the roll is a chewy roll. It's not crusty. And I actually learned straight from Dominic Reality that they actually bake it and then put it in like a plastic bag and wrap it up so it's softened so that's why it's not if they just left it out it would be crusty yeah, right like crusty bread like Italian, Italian like you bread, would think loaf. but they like soften it up and I'm like that, that just blew my mind I mean honestly so it's a yeasty soft chewy roll okay that's, that's the key yes. some people say it's uh, like a hot dog roll which is bullshit no. it's not I mean, Wait, bread is a flour and yeast. I mean, yeah, all bread is a baguette kind, is a kind of all the same roll. shit. Just depends how much, how long you let it rise or the amount of rice. So anyway, yeah. So okay, American cheese. That's the classic cheap Italian boiled ham. Of course, you know you can put the capicola or the Italian meats, and that's good. It's or a little the more. Charcuteries it's or a little more bougie, like a little high end. Very. It's good. You know, sometimes you're feeling you want the salami. Go for it. But boiled ham, onions, um, tomatoes, nice big thick sliced tomatoes, um, pickles. Now, Amato's pickles are sour. It's a special type of pickle. You're not going to get this just anywhere. Like They definitely kind of set the standard, and other people sort of emulate that, but it's a sour pickle. You're getting that vin- that briny. You know, some people like vinegar on their Italians. You don't really need it. With if the, the pickle's sour. The pickle's sour. Yeah. You're getting that. It's just all this con- contrasting flavors that are really exploding in your mouth, essentially. Yep. So, yeah, then some green peppers, salt, pepper, oil. So the SPO is key. The SPO is salt, pepper, and oil is like the, hey, it's the finishing touches. It's integral. So I think it was like <clears throat> your second post that you had was the text from your mom. Oh, was that from your mom? No, that was from... Was that a friend of yours? Just some uh, someone who was on Am Italian. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's a it's, it's a text from somebody's mom, and they they're asking for a ham Italian. They're asking for their son or whatever to pick up a ham Italian, but they spell ham with a B. So H A M B. Yeah. So the guy goes, "There's no B in ham, ma," and the mom replies, "Fuck you, salt, pepper, oil." <laughs> it's like, I died when I saw cool. that. That's and she nailed it. This is like just give salt pepper and I was yep. no bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah, the stain is the the stain is kind of the big piece of it. So you asked me how it started, I didn't really get to that. Essentially, the stain is a big part of it. It was always a joke. Like, you know, you got your shirt, there's some stain on it. it I think or, I did stain my pants. It, it may or may not be from an Italian. Yeah. I mean we kind of like I would joke around with my cousin, my friend uh, Brad, who's a tattoo artist at Death or Glory. He would just be like, hey, your shirt's stained. I'd be like, he's like, you got a ham Italian stain. So we'd always joke about that. And I'm thinking like, man, that's kind of funny. Like, it's true. Like, even if, you know, it's like, that's a total main thing. Yeah. You eat one of these things. Yeah. You're careful. destroyed. Your, your clothing's destroyed. You better be careful. Yeah. <laughs> the oil doesn't come up. And everyone that knows just kind of knows that. So that sort of like just sinks with like, if you're from Maine or you, you've visited, you know, like, that's just, it's just a little inside joke, I guess. 
for me. Yeah. And I, so that's like where then I just kind of I'm like I should start an account and like just have people like but have it kind of be weird like not like Martha Stewart like yeah just like I don't want it to be too good because the sandwich is good but it's not like this fancy thing. No, no, it's, it's kind of like there's no Gordon Ramsay. No, no, he would <laughs> think it's a joke. Yeah, good. Like we don't care. Right? Yeah, this is what we grew up with. We can't help. <laughs> we have yeah. no choice in that. So. I guess why is it the Mainers find it so? Why is it such a main thing? Well, I don't know. I it's mean, so it, hard to nail it down. Is it a motto? Did a motto make it a main thing, or was it a main thing? I I think that so. was kind of highlighted by a motto. I think they had less access, to like high quality meats, maybe like in the early twentieth century. Sure. I mean, the stuff was more expensive. I mean, if you're in New York, there's many more people, so yeah. they're probably getting. You know, Capicola or something's a little easier mm-hmm. here. Not so much. I mean, it was a big port, and all these fishermen were eating it. Like, just that's that's a pretty uh, badass profession. Like, you're working on the docks all day, just greedy. Just hungry. give me a couple times. And they're not going to be uh, eating the lobsters because that's what they're making money off. <laughs> I mean, exactly. So just, and I think they, from what I understand, is they call them people just call them Italian sandwiches because that's what the Italians ate. Oh. I was like, yeah, it's an Italian sandwich, so it kind of stuck. I don't know. That's sort of the impression I got. It's a little murky, like where it originated, but it, to me, it kind of seems like other people because we're just like, yeah, it's the Italian sandwich. It's that thing that they, you know, poor Ita- they eat. poor Italians eat essentially. Interesting. So is the Italian? So the Portland, Maine Italian culture that is we're wild. eating this. Somehow, someone came up with it. Amato's. You know, that's what we have right now, and that's what all the historical evidence states. Well, maybe in your... Uh, I mean, I am a historian. As you're so a historian. I need as to you begin I, to archive. I like to see a lot of proof, you know, and they have the most proof. I, I don't see anyone else. No, the, some of the photographs over there. Yeah, those no, are they have... The those early are the 60s. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They have, I mean, the, the main historical society has the 1924 tax records. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, so every... Um, Every business or every residence in Portland has a picture from that year. Yeah. And Amato's oh, really? has, they, they have a picture from that. Interesting. So they have proof of a store then. In 1924. Uh, wow. Even then they were doing that? Yeah. Well, they, they, they um, claim 1902. Wow. wow. kind of. So, I mean, I. I feel like I gotta look at when the like oven was invented. You know? No, they were. What was no, the pizza invented? They were good. They were good with that. I mean, so yeah, 1902. We see stuff in the 20s. I mean, that's all I can take right now. Yeah. For that's the evidence I've seen. Of course, I'm looking at all these um, pictures from Portland in the 20s. I'm working on a. Uh, historical project for the Portland Press Herald. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Maine Historical Society has all these glass plate negatives, so there's all these newspaper images of sports and um, murders. I mean, the paper they're really interesting. So they're going to be free for people to to see on MainMemory.net. That's sweet. So Are I'm looking there now. Um, there's some right now. Yeah, okay. they're working on it. The project should finish up in the next year. So I'm looking for uh, Amato's. Or some sort of. You're gonna find it. It's not gonna be the. It's not gonna be the main thing, but it'll be one of those things like sort of on the side where you'll see like a picture of someone, and that's more important, or you know, uh, a governor or something. But there'll be like an Amato's cart next to it. Like you have to look, but it might be there. So there are big things in store for uh, ham Italian culture in 2018. (laughs) 
Well, I like how the lifting, there's a lot of lifting people getting involved. It's yeah. Cool. I mean, well, it's good fuel. Yeah. I mean, it's... See, the one thing that Ryan pointed out um, was that we should have been we should have eaten it before we had a bench. Yeah. Get the power bloat going yeah, I on. I was thinking it was a recovery Italian. I, that's how I treat it. I mean, that's how like, I would have treated it, too, with the car. and everything. I guess either way. I mean, yeah. It's kind of got all that stuff. It does. It's got the... So here's the official breakdown of the Amato sandwiches, and according to... My fitness pal. <laughs> yeah. So 460 calories. Mm -hmm. That seems low, but I thought so too. This is for a large. Uh, 460 calories. This is a sad one. 10 grams of protein. A little weak there. Here's a good one. 50 grams of carbs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then this one I think is totally. This could vary depending on the how much wrist action you got, but 23 grams of fat. I think I tripled it by adding another splash of oil onto mine. It, which is good fat, but the yeah. 10 grams of protein doesn't make sense because of the cheese and the ham. There's got to yeah. be more than that. That's what, I thought that too. I don't know Sprinkle some protein powder. I would think there was 20 grams. I would think there would be more too. Um, so here's, here's a really bad one though. 1,300 milligrams of sodium. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. That's the... But sodium could be beneficial for lifting. You, you want to be able to retain. You got to retain that water. You know that sodium like that. If you're if you're just sitting around, it's bad. Yeah. If you're gonna eat that and you're an active person, I don't know. It's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. I mean, plus it's really enjoyable. Of course. So obviously. And and there's some vitamins and stuff in there, like tomatoes. All, all the veggies. Yeah, but now is that if you if you say salt, pepper, and oil, is that where the sodium is coming from? It's gotta be. Well, no, I mean the ham. There's gonna be a lot of the ham. The ham's got salt. The bread. The bread yeah, probably. Well, yeah. Really? You think it would have a decent amount? Yeah. I would think they got to have it for the. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking the salt, all salt pepper, the, and oil might exponentially. Uh, <laughs> and that might take it up to like yeah. three grams. I mean, depending on the salt. <laughs> I mean, when you add salt, yeah, like grains, like yeah. that goes up quick. I used to work in a nursing home, so I had to do a lot of sodium restrictions for <laughs> cooking for people. And you just pretty much don't ever add salt. You yeah. Know? That's hilarious. Well, Hank. Um, it was a blast having you in here. Yeah. Really great lifting with you. Yeah. I see some huge lifts from you in the Thank future. You. Thank you. Yeah. It's It's been fun to get into it. Um, and definitely, like, understanding that this is, like, a good, like, sort of productive, healthy, fun thing to do. Fun. Like, a new activity that's like, makes you stronger and feel yeah. better. You can't beat that. All you got to do is keep showing up. Yeah. Keep I'm telling good. Julian I'm to push up. you. I'm good at showing up. How old are you? I'm um, 33. There you go. You're good to yeah. go. So I see hit that 300 mark for everything. I'll be happy and see where I can go from there. Where, where is your squat at right now? Squat's over three, I actually right? hit over three. Well, yeah, I did. Deadlift. For, for a couple, three or four. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, deadlift, box. I did a box pull for about 310. Elevated? Yeah, yep. elevated. Yep. So I'm, you know, I'm under that probably. Yep. So we'll see. I'm, I'm kind of getting the regular deadlifts in this cycle. So I'll see where I end up. Cool. Yeah, I, I see some. Those numbers are going to go up pretty soon. Yeah. I can see that happening. I, I like it. So, at ham underscore Italian. Yep. Is there, are you only on Instagram? Uh, I have a Facebook, but honestly, it's, Instagram is the is okay. the place where everyone just tags pictures. I mean, I get people DMing me pictures. I'm in their story. What's DM me? It's like a direct, direct message. message. Oh, okay. So, they'll like send it just to me. They won't post it. I see. It's, there's, it's crazy, like, how many... How much action I get sometimes. <laughs> it's like, I love it. I just like, uh, you know, communing with people that are that love ham Italians, love Maine. 
That's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're at ham underscore underscore Italian on Instagram. Yep. There's a link to your big cartel site where you can purchase the merch. There's an Amato's right next to Dynamax, which is your best place to get a ham Italian. So that's debatable for some people. Debatable for some people. I mean, people really like that to can stir up some trouble. They like to stir up some shit. Okay. And that's good because it's a sandwich and it's fun. It breeds competition. People, I mean, people are very specific about what they like. It. You know, they might not like the pickles there, mm-hmm. ah. or they might only go for the pickles, or they might like the bread at Ananias, which is another great place. That's to a get good it. place. Yeah. To go okay. So well, then before we stop, we gotta get. We gotta. We gotta shout like. Where's the best <laughs> top five? That's good. That's good. That's like, fair. I can't like say yeah. top one because Amato's is definitely top five. Amato's, Amato's, Ananias. I mean, they've been. It's 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 a, uh, yeah. Ananias DiPietro's in DiPietro's South Portland. Makes a great one. Um, Mike DiPietro. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, they're they're legit. So there's three. So there's three. I mean, from there, there's a ton of other good ones. I'm I'm, I'm blanking right now. I mean, I get so many. So I'm I've gonna heard go of, with uh, River's Edge Deli in Westbrook. Westbrook. That one's Severino's. Really good. Severino's makes it good. And there's four. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about this place called George's in Bitterford. Oh, they're I've supposed heard to about be that. like they're yep. supposed to be like a mecca. <laughs> and I've never been there, which seems <laughs> weird. Ham Italian. You gotta make it approved. Instagram guy. You know what we got? You know what you gotta do is you gotta get like a an approved sticker. Like this building mm-hmm. is ham Italian like, approved, certified, certified. Like you know how you get like the check? Yeah. On Twitter. Yeah. It needs to be like maybe a ham Italian check like a mark. Stamp like yeah. A stamp like. Put it on the front window. Yeah, like who the fuck who the hell is this? I've been making a ham Italian for thirty years, but I'll tell you that you're good. You don't know how important it is. That's another reason. A good reason to be anonymous, sort of, is like you can shit talk people a little bit. Yeah. It's, well, I did. There actually is some, but I tend not to do that anyway. It's just not worth it. But people get pretty fired up on the page about what's. It's I'm, like I have crappy ham Italian from here. I mean, I saw some yeah. people get some serious language going on. Yeah, I, I <laughs> Facebook people just complain. You know, it's like the place for people just to air out all these. Problems. Of course, it's, it's bullshit half yeah, the time. Yeah, but it's their place where they actually people have to listen to them because they're posting. Right. So anyway, it's just funny how. Yeah, I've seen that too. It's like it was so oily, it was greasy. I'm like, that sounds awesome. Like, this is like this is like their complaint. I'm like about it was. I think this one right here. It was like I'm like so that's bad. There's oil on it. Like that's that's yeah, the goal. That's what it's supposed to be. That's so awesome. So anyway, so do you have anything you'd like to plug before we uh, go offline here? No, I mean just if you have a sandwich, tag uh, Ham Italian or I got my stain in Maine. And I'll probably repost it. That's awesome. That's one thing people. I think people get behind. Like they like their stuff. They like to someone see else it to being post reported. it. Like and repost you know, it. it's it's fun. Yeah, it kind of gives you that little buzz of like quick recognition. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun. It is. It, it's hard to explain why, but it definitely is a good feeling when you see that repost. It's like go oh, through. It's like my sandwich is up there. It's I like, know. It's the yeah. It's the ham Italian too. It's like it's, it's like it's not like it's a lift. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's fun. One really. of the first ones. Or maybe not the first, maybe like the first hundred is it's a sandwich with the Dynamax hat for me. Really? Yeah, they got reposted. A little, uh, and that's where we got to end with this. Stains after games. Yes, that was a good hashtag. Was that you? That was you. You came up with that. Okay. And I, I freaked You're, out I mean, when it was I saw because it. because of you. We're all about games. Yeah. <laughs> Stains after games. And I like that. I do too. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And I think on that note, I think we got to end <laughs> strong you. there. Thank you. Thank you very much, Hank. Come yeah. by and grab a free workout. Hank yeah. Chiazzo, yeah. If you oh. want to try, if you want to ever try 
anything. Yeah. Come, come here. I'm definitely getting more into it, so. Sweet. I'm definitely going to be by all of it. Excellent. And on that one, uh, thank you all for listening. Be sure to give us a five-star uh, rating on iTunes. We look forward to seeing everybody Friday. This Friday, 4.30 and on. That's right. Come by. Potluck, too. Potluck. Grab a drink, have a lift. Have Italian. Have a ham Italian. Mm -hmm. All righty. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm.